is up, Redskins Nation, and welcome back to the HTVR podcast with Maddie and Freddie. I am Maddie Jane. And I'm Freddie Ham. And we are back. back. We're back. Freddie, it's, it's, it's been a little while. It has. It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, it, it, it's been rough. Full disclosure, we had to take some time because... Yeah. We're just like you guys. We're like everybody else. We're we're fans, and it was hard and uh, uh, mental health break, right? <laughs> yeah, much needed. So much much needed. needed. Uh, you know, um, Maddie Jane took some time. I actually took a vacation. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, recharge the batteries, and uh, we have a lot to talk about. We're going to get into all kinds of things, but uh, first. On the agenda today is the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and they won, one, one. Speaking of one, we are one and nine. We came into the game one and eight, and we lost to a two and seven team, which means we are now the worst team by record in the NFC and the second worst by record in the league. We have hit rock bottom. And big question needs to be answered. What can help this team? I think Dwayne Haskins said it best to his offensive line. What can I do to help you? Well, the organization in general needs a lot of help. Maddie Jane and I went to the game on Sunday and that stadium was maybe what what would you say percentage of of seats full in that stadium Mads? oh it was i'll i'll honestly say we probably what we probably walked in there at 12:45 12:48 into mm-hmm. the stadium for the first time yeah. and honestly my jaw dropped like i knew it was going to you know be at, like it wasn't there weren't going to be that many people right. but as empty as it was i honestly was in shock like the whole upper level empty empty like yeah club level pretty much empty crazy thing horrible crazy thing was it was about half full for the niners game that that we were at and that game was in miserable horrible weather and not that uh sunday's game was played in great weather but it wasn't rainy and drizzly it was just cold uh yeah but yeah i mean there was hardly anybody there and out of the people there i think yeah we, we might be a little bit generous if we're saying it was, you know, 40, 60. It was probably more like 30% Redskins fans, 70% Jets fans. It was pretty bad. Uh, yeah. The Jets fans were pretty chill, though. We did almost witness one fight. Do you remember? Like, what was that about? Yeah, it was really weird. I, it, it was, was weird. It like, made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Just because like people were crying and i just felt like they were just like i was just like whoa what's happening like really kind of sad but by the way if you go to games as as a redskins fan you know if you go to home games away games whatever golden rule applies whether you're at a football game or anything yo treat other people the way that you want to be treated like i get and and like there's people that are just going to be obnoxious but don't sink to their level and just treat people with a certain amount of respect like it's one thing if you know you get into some smack talking i mean we all do it but for real it's a game there's no reason people need to be getting into 
fights. You know, you don't need to be, you know, ripping someone's helmet off and hitting them in the head with it or something like that. Mm. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, never that. Yeah, yeah. What never was interesting again. was with the stadium basically full of of all Jets fans towards the end of the game, and I don't know if TV caught much of this. I know the internet caught some of it. A uh, fire Snyder chant started happening. You know that fire Snyder happened towards the end of the game but it was actually Jets fans who started it but uh, the Redskins fans were quick to kind of jump into it and uh, yeah yeah I I don't obviously you know Snyder can't fire himself but I do think that Snyder needs to needs to fire a whole whole lot of people there's got to be big changes this offseason and uh, you know one we're one in nine right now I think they're coming I think they're coming and no one no one cares. I mean, other people aren't going to have sympathy for us. It's really, really bad when your head coach is saying in his press conference the next day that he feels bad for the fans. But I'm glad he said that. Uh, I have my opinions about Bill Callahan. But one thing that I do like about him is that I do feel that he is fairly transparent. And, uh, you know, he, for the most part, says the right things. Now, he doesn't win. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, but but he handles things pretty well. Sunday's game was very very interesting, and we have all kinds of uh, takeaways and a, a sort of a unique perspective, which we'll get into. I did want to take some time and mention that Sunday's game was the salute to service game, and the patriotism and pride for the USA was in full effect and it was a beautiful thing to see yeah for sure it definitely was i loved that throughout the game at different points uh there you know they were showing uh, giving honor to different military members that were there which is a great thing you know really really enjoyed it and just starting from the beginning now the national anthem y'all listen that national anthem was so so good now Freddie and I both pride ourselves on loving vocal harmony and um, this we're musicians yeah yes (laughs) the acapella group that did the anthem was actually on America's Got Talent their names are their 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 group's name is Voices of Service so I believe they're all former um, service members and they were incredible. I mean, the woman that was singing was killing it, hitting all the high notes. The harmony was beautiful, blended. I loved. They even did rounds at one point. I mean, it was just, it was entertaining. Like, I was so into the national anthem. And it was the first time that, like, I always enjoy listening to the anthem, of course, listening to ever singing it. I love that kind of thing. But this one was definitely the best one that I've ever heard live anywhere. It was phenomenal. So, gotta give credit where it's due and voices of service they killed that thing ditto this is the best one that i've heard in person too and i i go to a lot of sporting events but you know football basketball professional college and that was the best one absolutely was yeah. the best one another really really cool thing at halftime they had um they had uh, the the parachute guys jumping out. We were busy standing in line for chicken tenders, so we didn't see them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, also, right after the anthem at the beginning, uh, that awesome flyover. They had four Black Hawk helicopters, and that yeah, was just that was great. So cool! It was 
it was amazing. Um, and it's important that we, you know, because I we say it, I feel like a lot of people just kind of, you know, say it a lot. It's one thing, you know, like people just chant USA or say that they support the military. Um, but, you know, we really cannot thank these men and women enough for the sacrifices that they make and the way that they serve our country. Um, and, you know, all of us are, are tied to the military in some way, in particular, in particular myself. Uh, grown up in Virginia Beach, Virginia, uh, the whole Hampton Roads area where I'm from is big military area. All the branches are represented. There's military bases down here. Uh, my great grandfather, Elsie Ham, was in the U.S. Army. He served during World War One. My grandfather, Freddie Ham Sr., served in World War Two in the Navy, and my father. Freddie Ham Jr. served in the Navy during Vietnam. So I have close family ties to the military, and a lot of my friends, you know, um, are either currently in the service or, uh, you know, did some time in the service. Well, one of my very best friends, uh, Nicole, is currently in the Navy. She's an officer. She's overseas right now serving in I'm not sure well she's not allowed to tell me where she is <laughs> so but uh, we we just uh, wanted to take some time on the podcast to thank these wonderful men men and women who defend our country who spend time away from their families um, and you know are really the real heroes and the real role models that really uphold uh, our values that we have in this country. And uh, we just want to say thank Thank you. Yes, thank you so much to all of our military. Um, And if there is anybody that is listening that's currently in the military or have served, thank you, thank you, thank you. Almost, I almost feel as though we're giving props to the military. And, And speaking of props, I think we have some more to give. Props this week. Well... Let's keep this theme going. Military theme. We're giving props to people who are serving and have served in the military. I think that there is one, we can call him a super fan, right? Uh-huh. In particular, who served in the United States Marine Corps. Ooh. You know who I'm talking about, talking Maddie about. Jane. Shout yes, him out. Yes, I knew at super fan. Mr. Chris Bryant. Props to Chris Bryant. The Redskins fan goat. Yeah. Uh, props to Chris and to all of the hog farmers. Yes. We just got to give props to our guys. Chris, Jeff, Eric, and KJ. And I believe KJ had military service as well. So thank him yeah. as well for his service. Yes, and they're you. just a great group of guys who love the Redskins just like us. And that's what... I mean, that's that's what this podcast is about. It's about the fans. It's just two fans who wanted to do a show where we're talking to other fans, you know, about our team. And what's really cool, I want to give some props to when we were hanging out in the parking lot before the game, um, you know, while everyone was tailgating, because we actually got there kind of early because we wanted to hang out with the hog farmers. Uh, but if you remember when we got there, Maddie Jane, we could not find them. <laughs> yeah, we searched. 
We, we have a searched. yeah, and we even we were. I think we have a clip. Do we have a clip? Yeah, we got. We a have clip. a clip. Roll the clip. Roll the clip. So yeah, we're at the game. We're wandering around the parking lot. We're trying to find the hog farmers, but we cannot find them, can we, Matt? Nah, man. I we, they're nowhere to be found. You would think they'd be easy to spot. You would think so. Like this is a big parking lot, but still. So I know all of you are wondering. Did we find them? Yes, we did, but not until after the game. <laughs> so prior to the game, since because we got there kind of early and we couldn't find the hog farmers, so we said, well, what are we going to do? So we just kind of hung out. We had a football. Um, we started, you know, tossing around. It was fun. And inevitably, you know, fans will be fans. Uh, we started talking to some fans it was really cool i had a couple of people uh come up to me and ask me about my house of hoodies Dwayne haskins hoodie shout out to house of hoodies uh if you haven't heard of them they're great they do really really cool hoodies if you don't have yeah. one you should get one um but also we were approached by some people who listen to the podcast yeah shout out to michael church he messaged me um, and asked if i was in a certain part of the parking lot and I was like whoa and I looked and I was literally right under the sign of that and I was of uh, the sign uh, in in that section of the parking lot so I was like oh my goodness yes I am and then so he came up to us he talked to us for a while great conversation too um, definitely had um, a lot of fun talking to him uh, got to hear some stories about you know when he games he had been to things like that he's a season ticket holder and uh, just really great guy so that was really fun Michael, if you're listening right now, so great meeting you. Thanks for coming up. And that's what it's about. It's about the conversation. Um, and, you know, whether it's positive or negative, it's being able to, you know, get all of us together. And, you know, that's really what's the wonderful thing about sports. And that's what I love about being a Redskins fan is the camaraderie that exists. And it's a special type of camaraderie, you know, amongst us Redskins fans, because, yeah. uh, you know, because we've because we've been through we've been through so much. But, yeah, yeah, we really wanted to use this as a vehicle to make to grow the conversation and this is a podcast, like we've said, for the people. So we're hoping that we can get fans on the show, get them on here soon. So Hog Farmer Jeff, Hog Farmer Eric, Mike, you got an open invitation anytime. Yeah. Well, you be on the lookout. They'll be here soon. We're going to make it happen. And it's going to make be it happen. We're going to make it happen. Speaking of making things happen, the game on Sunday, it was rough, and it got really dark. I remember at one time, I think around the third quarter, when it was just, it was tough. I remember looking looking over at you and just kind of thinking, man, it's been over a month since we've scored a touchdown. Is it going to happen? Yeah. Oh, it happened. It was beautiful. It was a thing of beauty. So on our Twitter, we posted a video of kind of our reactions right after the touchdown happened. Yes. And I did say, couldn't have scripted it any better. And I addressed this because obviously there are so many things in the game that could have been scripted better. Obviously. But I absolutely love... Now, there's only two scenarios I would have 
really, really, really enjoyed for Haskins' first touchdown pass. One of them was a pass to McLaurin, of course, to Turbo Terry. That would have been that would have been amazing. But now that I'm thinking about it, and it since it happened this way, I think that this was my favorite possible outcome. The fact that Haskins and Geis both got their first career touchdowns on the same play was really special and it was a special play too I mean guys had to fight for it he made an incredible play and it was so fun that really was a moment even though the game was out of reach at that point that was a great moment um, in the stadium because there were still enough fans where it was a moment for guys and I'm so happy for him because after everything that's happened two injuries two years in a row missing time this was just a special moment, I know, for him, and I think for all of us that have grown to love him so much. So I'm so happy I was there in person to witness that. And yeah, it was, it was, we got hyped. That at that point, so hyped. We got hyped. Yeah, there's, refer, if you haven't seen the video, yeah, we're, we're lit. <laughs> yeah, we were excited. You gotta love it for guys. If there's anyone who deserved that moment, it's him and you could tell you know when he really started to to get into the game i mean his he was willing himself he and he would not be denied i mean he was running angry yeah i feel like if he would have gotten involved in the game earlier you know i mean who who knows what would happen just because he's got that passion he's got that energy and Dwayne's got that passion and energy too. You know, the, the the problem is is, you know, maybe we don't have, you know, everybody who's got that passion and energy. And I don't want to take it in a, you know, in a bad negative direction, but you guys know what I'm talking about. And uh, you know, there's no room on the team, there's no room in the organization for people who don't want to be here, don't want to work, or who don't care. I feel like at this point some people don't care. And you know, yeah. at one and nine, I can kind of get it, but you're a professional. Yeah. Do your job. Exactly. Speaking of doing your job, the referees did not do their job on a what should have been 67 yard catch, <sighs> throw and catch. We got to talk about that play. This phantom. Uh, holding call, whatever it was. I mean, just give me a break. I, I don't want to get into that. Um, I don't. I don't want Goodell to find me. Uh, <laughs> but where every, I think everyone knows the play. If you didn't see the play, Haskins uh, broke the pocket. He's moving to his left. He doesn't set his feet. It's an arm throw, and he chucks this ball, sixty-seven yards. Yeah, almost seventy yards in the air i mean and this pass at its uh crest i mean almost looked like because we were our point of view was in a corner and he was throwing the ball towards the end zone that terry was running towards and the arc of this thing was almost like a punt the velocity on this football was just insane and he threw it in the exact perfect spot 67 yards. I mean, you want to talk about elite arm talent. It's one thing where if you see videos or those things, it's different when you get to see it in person. 
maybe there's maybe five, maybe six quarterbacks in the league that can make a throw like that. And that's really what gives me, you know, tremendous uh, hope. And that's what just that's what that's what's just just got me about this kid. I mean, he's so raw. He's got so much to learn. But man, if he doesn't have some really special physical tools. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing. To me it's like yeah, there are some things that obviously he needs to work on like you said, but there's some things that just aren't teachable. An arm talent like that, like that's that's just a natural ability to just heave that ball and and make plays like that. Like like you said, like seeing it in person, there was something different about it. I mean, we had a great view of that play and there's no doubt that, that was the most hype that we got all day I mean that because that was just it was just incredible I mean that play watching that thing watching that ball and watching him make that throw was just almost mind-blowing I mean it was so incredible and it's it's so sad that the play didn't stand but even still like there's just so many people that are already throwing Haskins away and we don't want to get into that either obviously but but it's just like when you see things like that I just I don't get why people are ready to to throw him away yet because he is making plays that are incredible and there are things yes he needs to learn but as long as he has time and the ability to learn those things and he gets to be on the field and make mistakes and learn from them and do those things he can continue making plays like this, and if he can continue making plays like this, I think that we could be in a good spot. And I love him, and I lo- that that play was beautiful. And of course, you know who was on the receiving end of that was my guy Turbo Terry. So, I mean, no doubt that I loved that play. But that wasn't even the only play that McLaurin made. I mean, that fifty-fifty ball, that. I mean, to be featured on uh, Monday Night Football, you know, by Randy Moss as, as you know, you got mossed. I mean, that was, you, there's, there's nothing you can even say about that catch. I mean, that is a guy right there that, I mean, there there's guys, you know, you know what Doxon was supposed to be. Things like that where it's like he's the 50-50 guy, you know, you just got to throw it up. But I am truly like at this point where... I say just throw him the ball and he's going to find a way to come down with it. I don't know how, but I do trust that if you throw him the ball and give him an opportunity, he is a guy that's going to make the play almost every time. And if that play did not demonstrate that, I don't know what will. And even if he doesn't catch it, he's got a really good chance of drawing pass interference in the way that, you know, in the way the rules are in today's game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his stat line from the game doesn't jump out at you. He had three receptions for 69 yards. Um, he only had four targets. So that means he caught every pass because he caught that one pass that was called back. Uh, if not for that holding call, his stat line would have been, well, it would have been at the least, it would have been four receptions for 136 yards. Yeah. And he was running away on that 67-yard uh, pass just because he's got that breakaway speed. He's got that breakaway speed. He's got the crisp route running. He's cerebral in his approach. 
He works hard. He's a great leader. He's he's, he's a great looking guy. Uh, yeah. He's. I mean. It, don't don't we, get worked up here, Freddie. I, I mean, well, I'm just I'm calm just down. saying. Right. Listen, if anybody knows what he is, it's me. But we gotta. I think we don't, can don't get too. I think excited. we can, can we can say this now. The HT We Are podcast. We might be obsessed. Might is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> we are obsessed. Yes. Scary Terry. Just he's he's everything I could have ever hoped for, and he's everything I need. He's everything to me. That was beautiful. <laughs> Just like it's true. Terry's catches. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we could go on about him all we, day. We we really could. Um, and I, you know, we still might go ahead and change the name of our podcast to the "We Love You, Terry" podcast. Um, I mean, he does. He just yeah. he deserves it. Yeah, I mean, he, he deserves does, it. He deserves he everything. Every he deserves also, he the should world. be getting like he should be getting like fifteen targets minimum a game. I mean, can absolutely. I just, he yeah. should be more targeted in every game for the rest of his career than anybody else. Well, let's just put it out there. Well, on the the you got mossed catch, which is what I'm going to call it now. Uh, if right after he he gets up, he spikes that ball, and I don't think yeah. he did it. He's not really a, a super demonstrative guy. I mean, he likes to have fun, but I think a lot of that was frustration in you know throw me the ball. Yeah. He wants the ball. Terry's not, and I don't think he ever will be. He just doesn't have that personality of being like like a diva. But every wide receiver wants the ball. If yeah. you're going to be one of the best wide receivers, you want the ball in your hands every play. You just do. Yeah. And, and with the lack the, of we we- haven't had that. Yeah, with the while. lack of weapons in this offense, I mean, that's what it needs to be. Yep. You know? Yeah. And I understand and, that, you know, we're not like I said, we're not coaches. Like we don't <laughs> we don't really know anything about schemes, do we? No. I know and nothing. I know it's not as simple as just because you know, because then there's going to be football people say oh you know you can't just throw them on a player because you know blah, blah yeah i get it okay i'm just saying give him the ball as much as you can i mean just when you yeah. throw the ball to terry good things happen yeah make him your first read in almost any situation at this point yes because that again that play proves he is going to go up and fight for that ball and again, I think you get enough of those big plays in the game, especially if you get that going in the beginning of the game. Yeah. You get the running game going. You get that play action. You get a, a long ball to Terry maybe for a touchdown or just a big gain. That They're going to continue. That's going to build the confidence. And I think it's just going to take a little bit more just to get that chemistry back with those two. I mean, of course, it's still there, but just getting that kind of that ball rolling again. And once it's rolling, I don't think it's going to stop. Geis, Haskins, McLaurin, I think. You ready for a bold statement? Uh, yeah. They totally. can be They can be our triplets. Ooh. They could. I like it. And we've got other, like, I... People like to talk about how we have lack of weapons and all these things. Well, you know, I think Kelvin Harmon is going to come along. I think he can be yes. a really, really good, solid number two for us. Yes. 
You know what I'm saying? Yep. I think like, it's tough. If yeah, I mean yep. if because if if Terry McLaurin is say uh, Art Monk, but he's got the Ricky Sanders speed, then mm-hmm. Harmon could be the Gary Clark to Terry McLaurin's Art Monk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oof. That that would be great, and I love that you're you know giving examples of a time when we weren't even born yet. But I mean, that's where the success was. Well, that's. I mean, where you were born? Yeah. F- full disclosure: I was six months old when oh, the sorry, Redskins yeah. won the Super Bowl in '91. <laughs> Actually, sorry, they won it. They well, they won it in '92 because they played the game in '92. But yeah, the '91 Redskins, who uh, were named the 15th greatest team of all time for the you know they're doing all this NFL 100 stuff and yeah. uh Daryl Green you know, he made the joke he said I thought we were number 1 and you know we probably should be number 1 but yeah that's uh props to the NFL for actually giving us a little bit of credit especially that that 91 yeah. team really deserves it uh, if there's fans out there uh listening to the podcast who got to experience that and really uh remember uh that team you know I've I've watched all the documentaries all the things and uh I mean that team in 91 was just insane the number of big plays that they uh connected on um i think uh mark rippon that year he started all 16 games he was only sacked like i think nine times the entire season they had i don't know if it was all three of the posse but at least two of them all went for over a thousand yards receiving and they had this crazy just they had the best they had the best offense the best defense i mean they were just they were the best team in the league and it wasn't even close yeah i mean team of the ages and the reason one of the reasons why uh they don't really get the recognition is because they you know we don't have name value but that to me has always been a big compliment because it speaks to what a great mind Joe Gibbs was and how he could build a team. You know, I only yeah. hope, excuse me, we, because it's we, right, Maddie Jane? It's 100% we. We yes. hope and pray that we can get the right minds and the right people into this organization and, you know, right this ship, right these wrongs. Yeah. We've yeah. been wronged for yeah. long enough and we deserve better. Darius Geist deserves better. Dwayne Haskins, Terry McLaurin, Kelvin Harmon, Steven Sims, Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers. (laughs) The best offensive lineman on the team. If I would have said that, that, (laughs) if I would have said that back in August, all you guys would have called me nuts. I would have been like, you must be a Redskins tight end because you got a concussion, buddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that's <sighs> oh yeah. It's it's hard knock life for the tight ends. Uh, yeah, for yeah. every position, really. You know, I'm just, yeah. you know, what? I'm just, I'm I'm gonna say everyone's already said it anyways. You because know? obviously needs to be wholesale changes in the front office, dude. Medical staff gotta go. <sighs> gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta and go. you know what? I think it's time for us to go to. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go play Fortnite. 
Some people relate. <laughs> Not many though. <laughs> Maddie J is gonna catch up on the on the Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah, all the all the Fortnite people out there, make sure you. <laughs> Yeah, hit me up. Let's yeah, let's yeah, play yeah. together. Y'all can make me better. Right. Just like you know. Never mind. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna do that. I'm not gonna do a Redskins comparison because I'm I'm really bad at Fortnite. So you can <laughs> connect those dots on your own. What you think I was gonna say? <laughs> you know, it was a rough loss, but there were a lot of really good takeaways. I feel. Uh, yeah. from the game um, and you know we had we had fun I think it's important to remember yo we're in the lowest of the lows we're one in nine you know we're hoping that we can you know maybe draft a you know a chase young that would be really really cool you know I mean yeah it sucks that we're already talking about these things in November but hey we got some really really talented players and it's the Redskins, y'all. We love them. Oh. I love them. You know you do too. I know it's hard, but hey, you know what's the wonderful thing about football is we get to be fans. It's a wonderful thing. It's a powerful thing. It's a thing that we can use as a force for good. We really can. The hog farmers are doing it. Yep. We're trying to do it. You know, the wonderful thing is that it brings us all together. And that's why we do this. And we'll be back next week. And we're going to get some more fans involved as soon as we can. Thank you to all of our supporters who showed love to us at the game. It was wonderful. Um, and this is your first time listening to the pod we appreciate you being here and hopefully in time we'll get everybody into the conversation because that's what we're about that's who we are right maddie jane yeah a huge thank you to everybody that has been listening that's been supporting again it is it's just so fun to uh, talk to other fans that feel the way we do um and I really truly do believe that this Redskins fan base is a great one. I do think we're all passionate and it there is something special about being at rock bottom at this point because you can see who the real fans are and you can it's just even more special to to be around other fans that are still supporting and are still so invested even in the low times because that's when you know like in the good and the bad, you know, we're still going to rep we're going to still love this team. And obviously we hope for things to change and we hope for it to get better. But even if it doesn't right away, you know that we're still going to be passionate and we still care about the Washington Redskins. We care about the players. Um, and we care as fans. And it, it's a great thing. So thank you again for listening. And like Freddie said, we hope to have you all on at some point soon. Be on the lookout and be listening because we're going to have some really, really fun guests coming up. And, yeah, we, we appreciate all of you. And hail to the Redskins. That's right. Hail to the Redskins. We all hail together. It's the only way to do it. It's the only way that we know how. HT, we are. Peace. Peace.